You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. What's going on, people? Welcome to Art of the Matter live show. I am your host, T-Dub. I want to thank you for joining me for this 11th edition episode of Art of the Matter. I cannot believe we are on episode 11. This is incredible. And 11 is like my number. So I'm very much like feeling this moment completely right now. Um, But again, I want to thank you guys for joining us. We have an amazing show for you guys this evening. Episode 11 featuring Christina Martinez with a special guest appearance that you will see um, a little bit later um, premieres tonight. So we're going to get into that a little bit later. Got some dope guests. I got my boy Zach Self in the building with us today. So it's going to be a super, super awesome show. Of course, we got to let you know right here, right now is the perfect time to like, comment, and share the show. We want to be able to engage with our audience. And so we created a situation with the live shows where you can comment in real time. You can ask questions of myself and the guests that we have for the show today. Um, You know, let me know what you guys got going on in the world, in your world of art, all the good things. So definitely make sure that you are in them comments, letting us know how much you enjoy this show. Sound good? All right. Of course, my favorite moment of every episode, we're going to catch the drip right quick. It up. Ah. Got my dad socks on. Shout out to Trinidad James. Got my um, Christina Martinez for Nordstrom's exclusive drip merch. You know, we out here, baby. It's beautiful. And of course... The waves are back. Yes. You like my nails? Ain't they cute? It was Pride. You know, I had to do it up. Um, had an amazing weekend for Pride, actually. It's the first time in a very long time that I didn't have to perform. So I got to just bounce around, see all the homies, hit all the stages. I was at Seattle Center, Capitol Hill, U District with Sway and Swoon. It was a good time. I saw Basa there. Shout out to Basa. We was in there turned up. <laughs> but it was definitely a good time this weekend, especially given all the things that we have going on in the world right now. Of course, you know, the situation with Roe v. Wade is very serious. This is a huge moment in the history of this country. And the simple fact that we are having to deal with stuff like this on top of all the things that we already have to deal with, you know, it's just it's pretty tragic, honestly. You know, and it's definitely been weighing on my heart a little bit. But of course, creativity is the key to my life. So I'm definitely looking forward to finding some dope ways to get us back as a people to where we need to be. Sound good? Cool. All right. Now, I'm going to get into some art news. And this week, probably the next few episodes, the only art news that I have is my new venture, The Resol. Yes. You know, if you haven't heard I'm opening a store in the Central District. It's going to be huge. I'm bringing Seattle's very first dry cleaner for sneakers back home to the CD. It's going to be dope. You can drop off your shoes, get them clean, restored, customized, all that good stuff. So we actually signed the lease last week and I got a little video. Check it out. What's going on, people? Today's the day. I'm headed to the offices of Lake Union Partners to sign my lease for the resale. Very exciting journey getting to this point. Been working hard. This is the beginning of the journey. Pretty cool, right? I actually signed the lease this Thursday. So make sure that you hit up the resole206.com. 
subscribe to our newsletter, put your email in there so you can follow along the journey. I'm going to document the entire experience from start to finish. That was the beginning. So make sure you tap in with us on the resole because it's going to be an incredible thing for the city, for the culture, for all of us. You know what I mean? So let's get it. All right. We're about to take a quick break. But before we do that, after we do that, we got Zach Self in the studio with us today to tell us about all the cool things that he has going on with the fields. To learn about the fields, what they got going on in the youth sector and all the fun stuff that they have going on. So, yeah, make sure you stay tuned. You're watching The Art of the Matter. Hey there, it's Trey Holiday, And of course, Beza and I had to take a trip back to Market Street Shoes to grab some items. They always know what to show us. And let me tell you, we both spent quality time to be sure we collected some amazing additions to our wardrobes. They have some of the most unique bags, shoes, and accessories. I mean, the whole shebang. It's always a good time when I get to shop with my girl, Beza. Make sure you go check out Market street shoes y'all and you too can walk out with some dope gear yes sir shout out to proof every tuesday night right here on converge media we are back art of the matter live episode 11 featuring christina martinez but before we get into the episode and tapping in with her i got my buddy zach self in the studio man what's going on bro what's up what's up what's up (laughs) oh man i'm glad to be here thanks for inviting me yeah thank you for coming man i tapped in with you i want to say a february yeah when you guys did that that super killer show um at axis yep um yeah and i was like yo i see you're doing dope stuff in art like let's collab let's figure out the situation yep. so yeah so you're now you're you're working with the fields you've been there since about 2017 yeah um so yeah tell us tell us about it yeah yeah i've been working with the fields you know shout out tori um yep. we've been doing uh this labor of love <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> for the community uh working with you know up-and-coming emerging artists established artists bringing them together bringing them to seattle right uh we've been rocking with axis for a few years um uh, jumped off of Love City Love. Yep. And yeah, I just been just been building. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool. It was definitely dope to like see see that level of curation and community come to that space. I feel like it had been such a long time, you know, with us going through the pandemic and all that, of like going to a space and seeing a line down the block. I was like, oh my God, this is next level. <laughs> yeah. But you guys are really curating some super, super dope stuff. And like you said, having artists from all over be um be presented and represented in the way that is necessary yeah know? yeah yeah no it's wild because we i mean right from 2017 i tore through the, f- the first fields 2016 right. um and we you know have been ever growing you know averaging you know seven hundred thousand people coming out which is wild yeah um and to see it like that especially after you know this initial pandemic year right. where we tried to throw the i would have tried we did we, yeah. we did that you did that you did <laughs> you that know, we, uh, <laughs> you know through the you know the virtual showcase right which right. was like the first time ever you know kind of stitching everybody tapping in remotely yeah. via zoom or whatever you know like right. it was wild and that was still a really cool experience yeah but being able to get everybody out of the house again yeah and then to to show up and have like that type of line and that and that experience was was really magical for yeah. sure yeah that it was, was a blessing love, love and you speaking of love love city love yeah. kind of the the jumping off point for you in this type of um activations with spaces and, and curating art can you tell us about your involvement with them yeah yeah i started um um through my uh lovely partner uh ferris um she, Lots of ferris. yeah yeah she um was really good friends with lucian who you know f- founded uh yep, shout out love. Lucian. yeah shout out lucian <laughs> um all love and um 
yeah, just kind of randomly ended up there just helping build out spaces and just being kind of extra hands, mm -hmm. you know, and that just catapulted into continually uh, supporting and helping evolve the creative mission of providing like affordable, accessible space, inclusive, right. safe, you know, yeah. and, and we did some curatorial projects around town. We had a, obviously a bunch of events and just, yeah. And then, um, the fields started there and, mm -hmm. and when it was just the dry cleaners and then we took over artificial limb and then I Man. came on board and we did the yeah. whole, the whole building. It was wild. Dude. That was a memory. It. That was a good yeah, one. Man, that was such good times. Like if anybody who's like really from the town remembers the Love City Love Days, like y'all really did the thing when it came to like activating spaces yeah. again and like bringing art, freestyle art, it was poetry, dance and music, all types of fun stuff. And it was yeah. really, really like what arts culture for Seattle needs. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's super dope to see you doing that again with the fields. Yep. And I know the fields had works in a, in a number of ways, a very multidimensional kind of business, um, you know, setup. So I know you guys do live shows. Mm -hmm. I know there's some youth involvement. Can you tell us about the other sectors of the fields? Yeah, of course. Of course we have, um, well, first off, we're, we're super excited. Uh, last January, 2021, we got, officially got our 501c3. So which is really cool. Yeah, let's Come go. On. Uh, labor, you know, another labor of love. Yes, um, absolutely. Because for the longest, it's just been Tori and I with, of course, an exorbitant amount of volunteers. So right. shout out all of our volunteers and supporters yes. that have been helping us, of course. Yes. Um, and so we... Uh, Strategically, we started working with like youth um, back from 2016. Um, Tori was given um, the proceeds to the shows to uh, I think Youth 180, um, and then we started being like, "Hey, let's 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 double down on mm -hmm. on like our like BIPOC youth, you know, educators and um, or excuse me, you know, youth artists, and bring in the teaching artists that work with the fields, right? And just kind of create this cyclical relationship between yeah, them, right? Absolutely. And um, and so we've been doing um. I think it's our fourth year uh, officially where we do summer programming. So it's two months out of the summer. We do um, youth programming for ages five to 13 wow. with artists that work with the fields. Um, so we're super stoked. It's starting July 5th. So coming yeah, up, okay. unfortunately, all the slots are filled. So next, <laughs> next year, but next you know, summer, yeah, sure you tap in. We're, yep. we're definitely raising more capital. We're hoping to be able to offer year round after school program. So yeah. that's kind of in the works um, so, so that's one of our strategic initiatives, excuse me, we have, um, mm -hmm. celebrate artists, which is our newest one, which basically is a, a way to grant, um, stipends Word. and money to artists that are looking to afford like certain aspects of their career, like framing works or, yeah. um, uh, print costs or marketing material, stuff like that, where it's yeah. smaller grants, you know, ranging in price from a hundred dollars uh, to a thousand dollars. Right. Um, right. But kind I think of a, we have a, um, sorry, I don't mean to cut sorry. you off. I think we have an overlay of some of the stuff that you're talking about. So I want to make sure people can see it while you say oh, it. Man. So yeah, yeah. My fault. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm over here blabbing, you know, no, you all good, you all good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So these are just some of the little outlines, um, on our website, you know, the fields, com, And, um, and then so so that's Celebrate Artists, which we're really excited about because we can collaborate with artists um, as well. And so we've done some uh, uh, exclusive releases and things like that. Nice. Um, and then we have Layers, which is like our digital online series that spawned out of the pandemic with the inability to be in person. We were like, we still want to tap right. in with all the artists that we work with. So right. it's like a it's a, basically a BIPOC initiative focused on um, people's ability to like go deeper into their creativity mm. and explain a little bit more about their roots of creativity and their community they serve. Because a lot of times, you know, you look at someone's skin color, you can't judge a book by its cover. Real talk. It's like, you don't really know what they're, how they, how they made of, what yeah. are they talking about? What are they yeah. doing? And, um, 
And so we we launched that series, and that's been really cool because it's just basically like this deep dive into like yeah. the, the artists like more internal thinking and thoughts. Exactly, um, exactly. And then of course we have our field showcase, like you mentioned, which is our yearly blowout, which is always super fun yeah. with music and DJs and usually 16 to 20 artists in a vendor market. Yeah. And this last year we did an artist panel with Christina that hosted it as well too. Exactly, dope, so. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I wanted to make sure I had you on this episode because of the synergy. You yeah. Know, the fact that you worked with Christina uh, before. So I yeah. didn't want to like, she's you know. been rocking with, with Tori forever, you know, yeah. very good friends. So yeah. shout out to her too. She's been holding us down, doing uh, cool releases and always been really a big supporter. So it's all love there for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And as far as like what the feels and your guys' plans for the future and figuring out ways to expand on, on the things that you guys do, the four initiative you just mentioned, what are the types of things that you're looking for as far as support and resource? Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you for asking. Um, mm. We've been doing, uh, so we, we just recently solidified um, uh, a more growing board, yes. uh, which is really cool. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's another like labor of love. Yep. <laughs> We're just like, Everything. Everything's a labor of love, Everything. right? Yes. Um, so we've been basically uh, getting into the grant cycles. Yep. Um, so we're working with um, uh, a grant writer. We've been working with some press folks as well, which has been really cool. Mm -hmm. But we're always looking for um, volunteers, to be honest with you, that just want to kind of like get involved and give back, right. meaning like support from shows or come um, hang out with the youth in art together and oh. like just support the teaching artists. Cause it's always nice to have more community bodies that are just around and everybody feels the love and, Absolutely. and there's like things that need to happen there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's mainly it. We're not, we don't currently have like a full blown space that we operate out of. We kind of right. like satellite. And so we were at Langston Hughes last year. This year we'll be at Christina studio actually. So that'd oh. be cool for the first month Very starting cool. next week. And then we'll be at aisle four studios um, for the August month as well too. So yeah. That's what's up, man. Y'all yeah. y'all doing some big things out the field. So that's super awesome. I noticed you got a little something, something on your lap oh. for we were at. Oh yeah, I got, <laughs> you know, I, I have to bring T-Dub a nice Yay. little shirt, you know, so that's for you, you know. <laughs> I'm in there. I'm in there with the fields, y'all. That was our field showcase shirt. Yeah. So very cool. Yep, yep, Thank you, bro. Thank you. you. Yeah. You know, I love for all my future um uh, guests, I love clothes. <laughs> so if you want to give me a gift, you can definitely do that. <laughs> yeah, definitely appreciate you, Zach. So before I let you go, go ahead and poke in that camera right there and let people know how they can get in touch with you in the fields. Yeah, for sure. You can um, get in touch with us on the fields sea.com. Uh, at the fields SEA on Instagram. And uh, I think those are the two good jumping off points for, for where we're at. Right. <laughs> Appreciate stuff. the love and support. Yeah. Keep in touch. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Zach self, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me again. Thank Appreciate you. it. Yeah. Appreciate you. Awesome. All right. When we come back, we are going to tap in with our featured artist, Christina Martinez. We're going to take a quick little break and when we come back, we'll be having the art of the matter. Hey, what up, folks? We are back. Art of the Matter, episode 11 live show. Again, I'm your host, T-Dub, and I will be joined virtually by our featured artist, Miss Christina Martinez. Christina, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, and we got Al Basir there as well. What's going on, sir? Ain't nothing. Taking it easy. <laughs> Yep, yep, for sure. Thank you guys for being here. I really appreciate it. I know you guys stay busy and stay moving, so I'm glad we able to tap in once again. You know, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, definitely. Cool. So we have your episode coming up, episode 11. And one of the things that I always tell my guests that I like to do is subtitle each episode, and I subtitled your episode, "The Art of Love." because that was what I got from the experience of your show in, in on Valentine's Day weekend. Like 
and obviously interviewing you, you know, at the studio, you got your whole family there, everybody's creating, and you really just get the sense of love and, and family that comes from what you make. So that's why I gave you that one. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, what do you what do you got going on nowadays? Um, our next thing that we're doing, actually, like Zach had mentioned, um, with Art Together, we're hosting the first class with uh, kids age six to 12. So we'll be painting with them for, for um, two, two sessions over the two weeks. And we're really yeah. looking forward to that. That's the next big thing we have coming and um, just planning for that and excited to work with the kids. That's what's up. I remember when we came to the studio um, to interview you guys, Al Basir was actually working on a piece for one of uh, your your kids' like friends or something yeah. like that. He was <laughs> yeah. like so pumped. You want to tell him about that, Al? I mean, it's, it's a cool kid and he liked the piece that uh, he saw at the show, that diptych show that me and Christina had done. So like, I just wanted to do that for him because I thought he was a good kid and he's an artist and he's really good. Very talented. Yeah. That's super, super dope and very like the dopest gift ever to get something like that yeah. from the artist directly. So if this don't tell the audience nothing about how these folks get down, especially when it comes to the youth um, and, and ushering in that next generation of creatives, like there it is right there, proof in the pudding. So without yeah. further ado, we're about to get into this episode. Are you guys excited? Yeah, I am. <laughs> it was good. It was yeah, fun. It was, really, it was so easy. So I'm looking forward to it. Good, good. And um, folks don't know this, but of course, we, we were featuring Christina, but we also had a moment where we had the couples come through. We got to talk about being creative couples and the highs and lows of all that. And I that remember was crazy. Few, <laughs> right, right. That was really I good. There was a few, yeah, there was a few moments where you were like, we've never talked about this. So <laughs> that was definitely very cool to share with y'all on that. Thank you. Yeah, man. All right. So without further ado, we're about to get into episode 11 of Art of the Matter. And after the episode, we're going to tap back in with Christina and Al and get a quick little Q&A and see what's going on in the chat. So let's watch this episode, y'all. Art of the Matter. Cool. Wow, this is happening, I man. Know, it's been, been a long time coming. Ships in the night trying to work these schedules. I was like, but... it has to happen this week. Right? <laughs> it gets crazy after this. Yeah. But I'm glad it worked. Me so. too. I'm so glad Here to, we are. to sit down and talk to yeah. you about your art. And yeah. I feel like, you know, being from the Northwest, I feel a sort of like a kinship just in the fact of like where we grow up. And Definitely. like to make the type of art that you that you make and tell the story that you do with what you create is just very fascinating to me. So Thank I wanted you. to, you know, chop Thank it up you. a little bit. Um, like when do you remember or how young were you when you first started like getting into it? Um, I remember being I would say probably like seven or eight. Um, I was an only child and my mom worked three jobs. So I was home alone a lot. And I knew that I was naturally drawn to expressing myself creatively. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know what it looked like. I never ever thought of it as a career or anything I could ever do. I used to tell people I wanted to be a judge because it just like sounded cool. <laughs> And um, I remember seeing Bob Ross on TV and that was like the first person where I saw him doing it like as a career and on TV. And I, I just thought it was like the craziest, coolest thing I'd ever seen. Yes. But for me, I think still it felt like 
because he didn't look like me and it just felt very very far away mm -hmm. and I think like as life continued I just continued to move creatively the way that I was pulled to mm -hmm. um, just for like sanity I mean an only child I was lonely a lot right, my right. mom like I said she worked very very hard um, and so as I got older and started to take art more seriously then I, I learned about Frida Kahlo and and Pablo Picasso and like I started to see myself in Frida specifically mm -hmm. um, I remember learning about her when I was maybe like 13 years old and I think it wasn't really until I was like an adult that I was like, okay, I can really do this and this can be what I do to survive. And that's why now it's so important for me to make sure that my kids and other kids understand that early on because mm -hmm. it's like when you're passionate about something but it doesn't feel like you can also make that your life right it's a really weird space to Definitely. be in so you know if i can help someone else understand that sooner like that i'm thinking about that all the time i love that yeah yeah i definitely remember you know probably about the same age being a kid and just being attracted to and, intri and intrigued by very particular things. And yeah. it felt like it was like, I'm pretty sure other kids aren't into this. Yeah. That kind of thing, yeah. You know? But having that creative mind and having that creative mindset and knowing that it had to come out in some way, shape or form. Exactly. That you weren't necessarily seeing, you know, in in regular life. So can you, can you talk about some of the ways in which that you support your creativity? Yeah, um, one of my earliest memories creatively was like, we didn't have, you know, canvases and uh, paint or anything like that laying around the house at all. But I remember my mom had gone to work and I knew I was gonna be home by myself till midnight. And I found like these lasagna noodles and my mom's nail polish. And I'm telling you, like I created like full landscapes on these what? lasagna noodles. And I remember my mom came home and she was like, you made this? And I'm like, yeah. And I remember her telling me, I'll never forget it. She was like, I, I, I pray that these simple things will always like make you happy because right. it was just like I was so happy to just get it out and mm -hmm. to express and just to make something you know and and then I remember in third grade my mom's best friend her boyfriend randomly bought me one of those art sets you know that has like the pastels the watercolor the markers like yes. the ones that you open yes. up and that I remember very vividly like thinking like I could do anything now like right. this is like the greatest thing that ever happened and from there I just really I mean I would cut paper I would collage I would paint I would draw it just it was just something that I knew made me feel good mm -hmm. um, and then I like you know I went to college and I, I like to take photos it was just always just kind of like not limiting myself creatively but following whatever it was that it took me you know I spent mm -hmm. years in fashion school only to figure out that I like drawing and I like the illustration part I didn't want right. to sew anymore you right. know and so um, I think one of the things that's really helped me is just allowing myself to be open-minded, um, not boxing myself in, and just going creatively wherever I was called to go. And I, I still, I still do that now, you know, like I was just telling you about the felt and yeah. it just, um, being open to experimenting always you went to school you went to school for fashion mm -hmm. okay and then that was kind of like was that like your plan a if 
Um, it was my plan A after my original plan A. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So first I went to UNLV okay. in Vegas and my friends were going and I wanted to go and I did all the right things. Like it was Vegas, so I'm like, I'm gonna study hospitality and right. I'm gonna work in a casino and, and a hotel. And you know, I tried to follow that path because it seemed like it made the most sense. Mm -hmm. um, but then in my last year of school, I just, I remember telling my mom, I'm like, I, this is, I'm not, this isn't where I'm supposed to be. I'm not mm -hmm. supposed to be doing this. And I've been really blessed to have my mom be very supportive through all of my crazy chaos and decisions that looked like bad decisions at right. the time, you know? And so I, um, I left and I ended up going to fashion school in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And that's where I realized that painting is what I like really, really felt like I was supposed to do. Really stop and like ask yourself what makes you happy? What do you like to do? You know, and I think in life, you know, even when I was in Vegas, it's like sometimes we just start to just kind of go with the flow of life. Like, oh, this makes sense or this impresses people when I say I'm studying hospitality and I live in Vegas and work at a hotel, right. you know, but it just, it's like I've, I'm thankful that I was aware enough to like slow down and really like be in tune with what was on my heart mm -hmm. because I mean, I can't imagine living any other life now, you know. While I was in fashion school, I really just started to like, just make art as much as I could. And um, I stopped going to school. At that point when I was going to school, I already had my son. So it was just, you know, I was really balancing a lot of things. And I just realized that I believed in myself enough to just try to do it on my own. And, you know, I think now, if I could go back to school now, my state of mind would be so different. I would love to go to school now, you know, but I think you got to just do what you can at that, at that point in your life. And um, so the best thing for me was to leave fashion school and I just started to pursue my art with any extra time that I had. Right. And here we are. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Man. I could imagine, you know, like you said, like having having your son definitely added some uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was definitely the hardest part. I mean I still I worked um after I left fashion school, I worked two jobs, um, not at the same time, but mm -hmm. I went through two different phases, worked two different jobs, and you know, was kind of trying to balance the nine to five and make art on the side. And I think one of the biggest things that kept me from going full-time with my art was like, am I making my kids sacrifice for the sake of me following my dreams? And I would constantly like, oh, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know if things are gonna go well. Like, do I make such a big decision and take risks and go full-time with art while I'm also responsible, you know? And so I, um, I did it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I just, I just really believe that 
it's almost like that hunger and that feeling of like, no, this has to work. Mm -hmm. it, it worked. It's worked out. Um, I've kind of kept that mentality in in life in general. Just like you, you have to make a decision to get through it and to figure it out. And if it's important to you, you will. You've been an artist for how long, would you say? I, I've comfortably been calling myself an artist for maybe like the last six years. Okay. Um, I think if I look back in my life, I've probably always been an artist, but like really feeling confident and saying like, I am an artist. It's probably been about six years. Okay. Throughout those six years, how would you say your art or your creativity has evolved? Mm -hmm. You know, my art, I think, just continues to become more authentically like who I am. It's like you learn how to kind of quiet some of the outside voices and just to really, truly make what's in your heart, which is hard these days because so much of being an artist is like working with brands and, you know, you can't do it by yourself. Right. And so staying true to yourself and also trying to create work that you know, blends with other people, other companies, partnerships, things like that. It gets tricky, but mm -hmm. I think the more that I do it, the more that I understand who I am as an artist. And, um, you know, in the end, it just becomes, as it evolves, it just becomes more and more authentically me. Mm -hmm. One of the other things I wanted to talk to you about, of course, is process. Mm -hmm. And I know that you deal in a lot of different mediums and canvases. Um, can you speak a little bit about like your artistic process? Like what is a day in the studio like for you? Yeah, I, I think that I don't have a real routine process. Mm -hmm. I think it always looks different. Um, my life has a lot of moving parts, especially like with my kids and my relationship and just traveling. And so I've learned to get really comfortable being able to just create mm -hmm. wherever I am. Mm -hmm. um, and so it always looks different. I mean, right. when I travel, I like to like take oil pastels with me because it's like nice. I can feel like I can still create something with like texture and, and color and, um, you know, but on a smaller scale, I recently, more recently have been back painting oils again and just, it really, it really just changes, you know? I think sometimes like creative process is like, you imagine it just like has to be a certain way or candles are lit or certain music is right. playing. Like sometimes like it's just pure silence. Sometimes right. I want to sit in front of the TV. Um, sometimes I work from home and make pieces that I love. Mm -hmm. One thing I love to do, I love going to my mom's house and like just working on the kitchen table. Like it just, yeah. for some reason that always like feels really, really good to me. I'll do like a very loose sketch occasionally sometimes i don't sketch it just really really depends but mm -hmm. it's all it's all feeling right N none of it really is like anything i've actually like learned right um it's just talent yeah <laughs> i think that's what like, they call yeah. that right <laughs> yeah talent, you know? craziness emotion <laughs> i don't know it's just it's gotta come out that's what i know that's all and we I, know then we just just do it beautiful yeah beautiful you know you just hope that that people will see it and yeah. that it'll make them feel something right you know? right and what they feel is really out of my control but real um 
you know, my, my job here is to just express. And I never really know what that looks like until I make it. Yeah. yeah. Amazing, man. Thank you. It really is. One of the things that you got to do recently, bringing it back to the fashion, which mm -hmm. is so, you yeah. know, full circle, yeah. is your collaboration with Nordstrom. Mm -hmm. And can you tell us about, a little bit about like how that process was for you, given the fact that you've gone to fashion school, yeah. have a working knowledge of that sort of thing. and. Yeah, that, that project, what I loved about it creatively was that some of the things that I um, was turned off from fashion-wise and mm -hmm. in fashion school, I didn't really have to address those things right. in this project because it really, truly started with the art. Right. So in the beginning, I went into my paintings. They basically commissioned, it started with eight paintings. I think we ended up at 11 or something like that. But I really went into it making the paintings with the state of mind that like i'm not going to think about how this will become fabric mm -hmm. i'm only gonna just make art right and so i made the paintings like paintings some of them were so broken down by the end like only i knew that they came from these paintings mm -hmm. you know but at the root of it was art and brush strokes and stories and um, experiences and so i really loved that part of the nordstrom collaboration because it's like, it, it went beyond being a jacket or a skirt. Like I looked at it and I could see my art, you right, know? And right. so to be able to see people piece it together and like tell this new story on their body, that was just like, next level. it was so cool. It was, it was really, I mean, sometimes I'll like go to my daughter's school and see like one girl with the leggings on and another girl with the t-shirt. And it's just like, it's so cool to see different parts of paintings like come together on your body, which is like really like, for me, I think clothes and like what you wear is just like the highest form of like self-expression and Same. to be a part of that, but to still be true to who I am and make art mm -hmm. and not like over here trying to be a designer, right, you know, right, right. it was really, it was really a very cool experience. Um, I felt like I didn't really have to compromise my work mm -hmm. in any way. And I think that um, that kept it fun. Big things. Thank you. Big thing. <laughs> Thank you. And I mean, you know, you've done gallery shows all over. Um, you now have ventured into fashion. Like, are there, are there things that you want to do that you haven't done yet? Yeah, yeah. I think always. <laughs> yeah, I think all, there will forever be things that I want to do and um, I try to just reach higher and higher and higher each time but I think if I didn't have that you know it would be easy to just be cool with just hanging out yeah, yeah but yeah. it's like you gotta you gotta always want more I really believe in that I think that you know for me there's still so many ideas that like live in my brain that haven't come out yet that that part of it just you know i'm so thankful that that doesn't go away right. yeah i definitely wanted to you know have a moment with the couples as well but i think one of the things that i enjoy about you guys especially is your relationship 
the way you guys create together yeah. and create art together. I think it's just so dope. And as a person who loves as a creative partner, I know that there could be highs and lows that come with that. So that's what I wanted to, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm glad you said that out loud. appreciate the opportunities that we can talk about like how real it is it's very easy to look on the internet and be like oh you know and it's it's hard it's definitely difficult it's hard very passionate people you know so naturally when it's passionate people you have a stance right you know so it, it often it can do that but like it's like either very very beautiful a very, very positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that you guys have persevered and it's yeah. into that, that connectivity and why it's so important. Yeah. yeah. Can you guys talk about like how you guys met? We we did a art show that neither one of us really knew the people mm-hmm. who who were doing it. It was actually a museum show at the the um, Mocha in um, Cleveland. So it was very, very random for me to even do it, you know, because somebody called me and was just like, yo, I know this guy doing a thing. Long story short, we both committed to it and we got there. And um, when I first saw her, you know, you know how you see people and it's like, you know, I knew, I didn't think immediately like this is my- I thought I worked at the Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I didn't know immediately that she was like my person, but I did immediately feel something because like within minutes, literally seconds really when i walked in i introduced my we introduced ourselves and then she was like come here uh, let me ask you something about like which way you think that as uh, far as these pieces go you know what i mean yeah and like we just when you think about it, it's kind of crazy because that was it and then i walked over there and i was like i think me i think it should you know she's like yeah me too like i was saying that you know and it was just natural right and i and it's it like was trust Immediately. Yeah. I don't know you, but I want your. Very crazy though, when you think about, because that is what happened, like, and I never, we never really talked about that part of it because we go to the bigger part. Yeah, that I mean, that conversation sparked up, and I had told him later on in the conversation that he said his voice sounded familiar, which is then where the story gets super. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, he. That is true. Yeah, I mean, but we never talked about that part of it. But we um. She said, like she said, my voice, and she was like, you sound like somebody who I know, a friend of mine who passed away. And I'm like, huh? Like, she's like, he's fulfilling. I'm like, I am too. It's like, Rasul. And that's a really good friend of mine, weirdly enough, you know? And I'm like, but her best friend and a very good friend of mine tragically passed away in a car accident together. And it was just weird that and then I instantly remembered being at the memorial and seeing the people that was coming up and realizing who I did know, who I didn't know. And she was one of the people that was up on that stage that day. And I was just like, wow. And then we just talked about that forever. Like, yeah, we just kept, couldn't believe it. Just kept talking about it. And it was, the show was exactly a year to date from the funeral. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I remember when I left the hotel that night to go to the to go to this event where we met at. It was like I had been talking about Leah. I had to accept what was happening in my life so much, and people had connected to that part of me. So I was being forced to like speak about her when I was out in public so much that that night 
I was just like, I remember leaving the room and like praying. I was just like, please just let me go through the night. This was like one of the first things I had done since then. And I was just like, all I want to do is just not talk about you tonight. And I was just like, please, 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 like, can I just like have one night? And then as soon as I see him, I just get up, you know? And so to, to meet someone who's also, you know, has grief for a person I was in the car with, you know what I mean? It just was so intertwined. It was yeah. like everything I didn't want to talk about. And then also we talked about it was very crazy. all night. And <laughs> I get that too, like the friend group thing, because she and I were friends for hella years before yeah. we started dating. But our friends were actually like, yeah, like kind of gave the approval. They were like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's hard because then in the moments that it's been hard between us, it affects, it yeah. affects you know, everybody, it's really a community. Yeah. And I think there's, in some ways, that's really special to have a community relationship. You have people to hold you yeah. to it, but it also can be, yes, yeah. tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Very but tricky. we also, we also got to like factor in the times we live in though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we often, I don't think we do that often enough. You know, we all put it on ourselves and our personal relationship and like this. But it's a lot of moving parts that's going on in the world that affect that dynamic too. For sure. Yeah. 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 Mentally, mentally, you know, it's a lot of strenuous these days, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's kind of why I wanted to, you know, highlight your guys' relationship. Yeah. Because like, you know, we went to the show you guys did for Valentine's Day weekend. I was just like, wow, and you see some of the pieces here, and she's like, wow, like, yeah. we are together. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like co-parenting. You guys, yeah. you know, both have kids. Yeah. And both, like, bringing these blended, blended families yeah. together and, like, and creating art and creating beauty from that. Yeah. yeah. It's just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, but it's a blessing. Can, yeah. So we can't, let's, let's get to know you a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Here. yeah, yeah. So, can you tell us a little bit about your artistic journey? Um, I mean, for me, I always done art. It was yeah. always something I did, and uh, I never took it serious, of course, because uh, I was born in the 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 no, that's, what they say. that's how they, that's how they talk now about about people. From the 1900s, like, but like, I, you know, to be an artist, it was not something that I'm from Philly too. So I'm in the hood, it's Big Daddy Kane, it's, you know, there's Mark and these kind of people. That's who you want to be. Like, you don't want to be Picasso and nobody like that. All them, secretly, that's some, all the people I looked up to, I just didn't think I could do it. So I chose rap, you know, and anything I do, I kind of go balls to the wall, so to speak, part of my French, but like, you know, I just go all the way, you know? and. I just kept pushing, but I never stopped doing art ever. I didn't do it professionally, seriously, but like it just flows out. You know, I would just make art. And um, I don't know, honestly, my music career slowed up. And I was trying to figure out like what was the next step for me. I didn't want to be an old rapper. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Trying to hang off in their life and you know keep keep the dream alive. Right. But I'm passionate about it, very passionate. But I also know, you know, when it's time to move around. Mm-hmm. So therapeutically, I started getting back into my art just to kind of think and figure stuff out. Right. And then I had a couple lucky breaks, which we all need. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And the ball rolled my way a couple of times when I thought like nothing was going my way. Right. You know, I'm like, right. everything's fucked up, nothing's going right. right. And then just a couple of things happened and then 
Boom. Well, I just wanted to say thank you guys both um, for sitting down with us and being on the show. I'm glad we got to make this happen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Busy. Yeah. Busy. Yeah. 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 You're busy. I'm for sure. Yeah, I watched what you sent. It looked really cool. Yeah, it really good. yeah. He really was like, make sure. You yeah, it looked really good. Get that figured out so we can do it. And I so, appreciate it. I'm glad. Yeah, this was yeah. This was so easy. And yeah, it was. Dope and real. Wow, man. Well, there you guys have it. Episode 11, The Art of Love featuring Christina Martinez with special appearance by Albasir Holly. You guys have seen the episode. What do you think? How was it? Was good. Oh, so good. Yeah, it was really yeah, good. It was, it was beautiful. Awesome. I'm so glad you guys love it, man. That was such a great conversation. And to be able to have the moment with all the couples, you know, and get down to some nitty and some gritty. Obviously, a lot of it didn't make the episode, but we got, you know, we got a good amount of stuff in there about, yeah. you know, we got, we got deep. things like that. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. And definitely ran the gamut. But I did want to ask you guys, like, how did the, how did the Diptych show come about? Because that was where I approached Christina about being on the show. I saw the show, the Diptych show, and I was like, oh, my God, this is incredible. Like, I got to get you on Art of the Matter. So how did that show come about for you guys? Well, um, we we initially was planning on Sean Dawn Basil. And um, it just kind of was feeling more like, you know, Seattle, where she's from, doing the show, you know, like just something like we did a show in LA and it just, I don't know, just woke up one day and we was talking about the show and I was like, I think you should do a home, like, you know? And she was like, yeah, I think so. And then we just put it together. That's dope. That's dope. And I remember when we had talked about it at the show, Christina, you were saying how, you know, you had been doing art all over, you know, and it was kind of important for you to bring your stuff back home, you know, to make sure that Seattle was being represented in the ways that it should with regard to black women and artists. Yeah, definitely. I think just um, obviously I'm from Tacoma. I have to say that, <laughs> but, um, you know, we had some experience showing in access um, in Seattle a few times and it just was really important for us to be able to experience a show like that with my family too and you know people that I grew up with and um and so yeah it was it was such a moment for me to be able to see all my cousins and you know everybody kind of see our hard work come together Yeah, you could definitely feel the love in the room. It was very palpable. And I loved the the piece that you guys had. There was like a centerpiece where it looked like all the kids had got an opportunity to be a part of the art. Yeah. You know, and it's it's clearly something that's very important, you guys, for like your kids and the, the, the children of your community being able to to figure out and learn creativity. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, we always say like if the youth can see themselves in our work, then we've done what we exactly. are supposed to do because that's who we're really, really speaking to. You know, they are the future. And just to have those moments where the kids feel seen and the kids are drawn to art, it's always like the best, best part of a show to us. And our kids, all of them, walk, you know, any show we do, they're like, where's, where's, where's yeah. our wall at? So <laughs> um, to be able to have that moment with them, 
And, you know, we created that together, all of us in the studio, very randomly. It was not a planned thing at all. Um, and it was something I won't forget. I, yeah. you know, pray that they never forget it either. But yeah, having that be a moment in the show and having our whole family be a part of it was really, really cool. Yeah, it was super awesome. And again, you could feel the love in the room. And I know you guys, um, you, Christina and obviously you guys work together on pieces, but you also work together on putting together shows. And I know Albasir recently, you actually got to curate a show at the Roots Picnic. Can you tell us about that? Cause that was major. Yeah, it was cool. Um, it was really just like showing, going back to show home. And I never showed my art in my hometown and um, got the opportunity to curate the show, which uh, be a yearly uh, annual thing. And um, just getting bigger and, and blow it out more and more. But um, it was really cool. And like like how how it felt for her in Seattle, like that's how it was like the Philly version of that because it was just a bunch of family. It felt like a family cookout, <laughs> our side of it, like with what we did. And it was cool. And of course, you know, we just, we just collaborate well together, no matter who project it is, whether it be hers or be mine. We just we just really help each other a lot. And it's really cool to have somebody like that. Very true. Very true. I can I can definitely attest to that as well. You know, um, and then one of the other things I wanted to ask, because you spoke about it a little bit in the episode, Christina, of like when you work with Nordstrom's and even before that, you talked about not losing yourself when you work with brands. Can you talk about like what what type of what helps you do that? Because I know a lot of people will see a Nordstrom's or see a, you know, a brand, a major brand that wants to collaborate with them and they'll kind of give more of themselves than they should to that sort of situation. So can you talk about like maintaining yourself and your art and in, in working in places like that? Yeah, I think that my biggest um, motivation when it comes to a situation like that, I always try to think about the opportunity in terms of my kids, just because they are both creative. And I just always think like, if this was my kid in this situation, like, is the system built to showcase them in the right way? Is this system built to market them in the right way? Is it gonna keep their art um, authentic and true? And if it doesn't feel like that, if it's not something I would want for them, then I push and push and push and push until things change. And I think that um, it's unfortunate sometimes to be the person in that situation and to have to like, you know, fight and work at the same time. But because the youth is such a driving force for uh, what we do, it's it's just it's worth it. And it's not even something I think about now. It's just like if it's not right, then you have to fight to make it right. That's very real. And I'm sure, you know, for both of you guys as parents, the you know, we can get, you know, jump off the art for a second and just talk about the world because everybody's talking about it. You know, the situation with Roe v. Wade um, is huge for us. And as parents, can you guys kind of speak to how, how you're talking to your kids about, about the situation? I think, um, you know, for me, my kids are younger, so it's just, it's more of a conversation about, um, you know, pushing for things that are important and um, maintaining control over yourself and um, the things that you believe in. And, you know, I think when it's time for me to have specific conversations with them about things like that, I will. And, you know, when it comes to 
uh, we had very in-depth conversations about George Floyd and things like that. But um, I think that my biggest thing is getting my kids to understand, like, it's not, it's never okay to just like settle. Like you have to continue to push and push for change. Yeah, for me, I mean, I spoke to my daughter briefly about it, but everybody knows just in general. And I just believe in supporting women always have and, and like together. And I just, I don't know, I just don't think it's right to put something or rather take something out of the law to kind of take, take us back like hundreds of years, I feel like, uh, set us back on something like, the right for a woman to decide what she want to do with her body. This is kind of crazy, honestly. It's, it's weird to have to talk about, but the reality. That we have. And um, hopefully we can get it instituted back in law in some, in some way, shape, or form in the future. That's what we need to strive to do. Absolutely. And I'm sure, you know, creativity plays a huge role in you guys being able to have these harder conversations with your kids. So, you know, definitely appreciate that and appreciate y'all again for being with us here. You know, I know you guys have been mad busy, so I'm glad you guys were able to tap in and, and watch the episode with us. We got any questions in the chat, Selma? Nope, no questions in the chat. I want to give a shout out to my mom. I saw her in there. What up, Mom Dukes? Um, yeah, yeah. Before you guys go, you want to let people know how they can find you, find your art and find out where you guys will be next. Um, um, Instagram is a good place. We are yeah. both migrating through TikTok slowly, but surely yeah. we'll get there. Um, but Instagram, SoTrail, and The Art of Albasir, yeah. and then both of our websites, JuneandMars.com and AlbasirHolly.com. Bet. Definitely go tap in with them. They're making amazing art individually and collectively. Thank you guys, Christina and Albasir again for joining us. Thank you thank for you having so us. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Yeah, thank, you. thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. We're going to take a quick little break or actually, nope, we're not going to take a break because we're almost uh, to our hour. I want to say again, thank you to my guests. Thank you, Zach Sell for stopping through the studio. Thank you, Christina and Albasir for joining us virtually. I want to thank everybody who is watching right now. Everybody in the comments. I saw Irene. Shout out to Irene. Um, yeah, it's been a great show. Episode 11 is in the bag and we have two episodes left two episodes left of this first season of Art of the Matter and I cannot believe we're almost there but yes again like if you guys want to tap in with the show make sure that you contact us um, I'm on Instagram at Art of the Matter as well as at TW Customs obviously Twitter as well too you can hit up Converge and tap in with us if you want to be a guest on the show you want to talk about your art you can definitely come through I'm always down to feature new um, and and you know, different type of artists. Uh, so definitely contact us through through those social media platforms. And of course, we have our next episode. Episode 12 is coming up and I get the honor to feature my best friend, Brianna Breeze-Cost. And she came to the studio actually for Kayla's episode and sat down with us. Um, and so now we get to feature her as an artist and talk about Brianna Monet paints and all the dope stuff that she's been doing these past couple of years. So definitely tune in. July 11th will be episode 12, Art of the Matter. I have been T-Dub. Thank you guys once again for joining me. And as always, stay creative.
Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.